This is a Squiz podcast. We're your shortcut to being informed. Good morning. This is Sports Today, your weekday sports news podcast that puts you ahead of the game. I'm Sam Ferris. And I'm Lucy Watkin. It's Friday, the 20th of May. In your sport today, AFLW players get a pay rise, a world record at the Swimming Champs. We preview the final day of the Premier League and Rugby League's buddy moment. This is your sport today. We're starting the show with the news that AFLW players have been given a major pay increase in the latest collective bargaining agreement between the AFL and the Players Union. Uh, There's a bit to this loose, but the bottom line is the players are getting more money. Yeah, a lot more money. Across the board, salaries are going up 94% on last season. The minimum wage is now up from $20,000 per season to just under $40,000, while the top salaries are now $72,000, up from $37,000. With four new teams and higher wages, it means the AFL is increasing its spending on the AFLW from $10.6 million to $25.6 million for the upcoming season, which starts on the last weekend of August with the same number of rounds, but an extra week of finals. The reason for the pay bump is part of the AFL's plan to have AFLW players become full-time athletes by 2026 and the highest paid female domestic athletes by 2030. Yeah, that serves as a reward for the players' abilities and dedication to the sport and also as an incentive for young athletes to choose Aussie rules over other sports. Uh, It was a pretty big day for women's sport in a financial sense, Luce, because the US women's national soccer team will now be paid the same as the men's team. Yeah, this is a result of years of negotiations between individual players, players' unions and the sports governing body, the US Soccer Federation. The US women's national soccer team has been been the best team of the past decade, winning two World Cups and making a final of a third. But the prize money given to the women's team by FIFA has been much less than what the men get. Now, all the prize money will be pulled together and split evenly between the players through till December 2028. Yep, and both teams will be adding to that pool in the next 12 months with the Men's World Cup in Qatar and the Women's World Cup here in Australia and New Zealand. For a full breakdown of the new AFLW CBA, check out the Sport Today newsletter. It's got all you need to know on this and much, much more. Uh, Sign up via the link in the episode notes. Let's head to Adelaide now and night two of the Australian Swimming Championships had two big headlines. Uh, We had a world record. And a backflip, Luce, uh, let's start with the world record first. Well, last year, Queenslander Zach Stubblety-Cook won the Olympic gold medal in Tokyo in the 200-metre breaststroke, and now he's a world record colder. Last night, he became the first man to swim under two minutes and six seconds. He swam two minutes, five seconds, and 95 milliseconds, which is 0.17 seconds faster than the old world record held by Russian Anton Chupkov. The other big news was out of the water. Olympic champion Carl Chalmers was going to skip the World Championships in Budapest, but now says he's strongly considering it. If he does go, it means pop singer turned swimmer Cody Simpson will miss out. Simpson finished third behind Chalmers and Matt Temple in the 100-metre butterfly, and only the top two get selected for the World Champs. 
Yeah, Chalmers says he's not the villain for possibly changing his mind, but Simpson can still make the Commonwealth Games team the top three go through to that. Uh, today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile. How many Australians hold a men's individual long course swimming world record? Loose, give us a clue on Friday. Well, we know that there is at least one. It's not much of a clue, Loose, but thank you. Uh, find out the answer at the end of the show. We've brought you a lot of stories about Sam Kerr winning big trophies in Europe recently. She seems to do it every other week, uh, but now it's another Aussie's turn. His name is Aidan Hrustich, and Luce, he's just won one of the biggest club competitions in the world. Yeah, he's won the UEFA Europa League, which is Europe's second tier club competition. Hrustich plays for German club Eintracht Frankfurt, and they beat Scottish side Rangers on penalties in yesterday's final. Hrustich came on in extra time, then stepped up to score Frankfurt's second penalty. They ended up winning 5-4, and it means Hrustich is the first Aussie man to play and win a major European final since Harry Kuehl did it in 2005 for Liverpool. It's a big deal for Frankfurt because it means they've automatically qualified for next year's lucrative Champions League, even though they finished 11th in the German League. It's not all bad news for Rangers fans. They can still win some silverware. They play Hearts in the Scottish FA Cup final. That one's on Sunday morning. Let's stay with football for a sec because another big title gets decided on Monday morning. That's the English Premier League and we still don't know who'll finish on top with one game left. Uh, Luce, there's a lot to unpack here. Break it down for us. If you're a Manchester City or Liverpool fan, make sure you have the alarm on for 1am <laughs> on Monday. The 38th and final round kicks off then and all 20 clubs will play at the same time to make it fair for everyone. The equation is really simple for City. They're on top by one point, so if they beat Aston Villa, then they win the title. Villa are coming 14th and they're also playing as we record this, so they might be a little tired on Monday morning. Liverpool just have to beat Wolverhampton and hope things go their way. They've got a worse goal difference than City, so a draw and a City loss wouldn't be enough. There is a cool twist to this. Former Liverpool captain Steven Gerrard coaches Villa, so maybe he can pull off one more miracle for his old club. Yeah, all Liverpool fans will be crossing their fingers for that. Uh, And it's not just the title that's on the line on Monday. The final Champions League spot will be decided. That's out of Tottenham and Arsenal. And we'll also find out who gets relegated. Formula One returns this weekend in Spain and it's a very significant race for our Aussie driver, Daniel Ricciardo. He's going to become Australia's most capped F1 driver. Yeah, he's all set for his 216th F1 Grand Prix start, breaking the record of 215 held by Mark Webber. Ricardo made his F1 debut in 2011 and has eight career victories, but he's only had one since he left Red Bull in 2018, and that was last year at Monza. His contract with McLaren runs until the end of next year, but given his lean run of results, he's finished in the top 10 just once in five races this season. There are reports that McLaren is looking at young American driver Colton Herta as a possible replacement. Yeah, Herta is something of a prodigy. He's doing really well in the IndyCar in the US. And with the F1 pushing hard into America, there are reports teams are looking at American drivers. Uh, The Spanish Grand Prix starts at 11 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time on Sunday night. Watch it on Foxtel and KO. 
Some NRL players are lucky enough to score on debut. Others have to wait a little bit longer. But for West Tigers player Alex Twal, it's been 99 games and still no tries. Uh, he runs out for his 100th game tonight and a loose. Fans say they'll run onto the field if he breaks that drought and scores. It'll be just like Lance Franklin's 1,000th AFL goal, except... It's the complete opposite. (laughs) Fans swamped the SCG that night and the game had to be stopped. And we could see something like that tonight at Leichhardt Oval if Twal scores. There's a petition for fans to run onto the field if he breaks his drought against the Bulldogs and about 2,500 people have signed it. Twal says he has no idea what he'd do if he scores and that he wants to do it because he says he and his partner cop it from strangers whenever they go out. He's had to wait a long time to work on a celebration, so it better be good, Lucy, <laughs> if he does score. Twile still has a long way to go if he wants to break the record. Not sure that he would want to. Jason Lowry had to wait 139 games for his first try. Time for Catch This, the stuff that caught our eye on what's coming up. It is another massive weekend of sport. I'll be watching the PGA Championship over there in Tulsa, Oklahoma, seeing if Aussie Cam Smith can get the job done. What about you, Luce? Well, it'll be a late night on Saturday because at 3am on Sunday, it's the Women's Champions League final. It's Barcelona taking on Lyon and Matilda's Ali Carpenter will be taking the field for Lyon. So that'll be a great one to watch and it's streaming for free on YouTube. I'll put a link to the episode notes to the YouTube channel for that one. Uh, Luce, I probably won't be getting up for that, so I'll count on you to let us know <laughs> how it goes. Uh, as for today's trivia question brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile, how many Australians hold an individual male long course swimming world record? Luce, you told us there's at least one. How many are there? There is one. It's Zach Stubblety Cook. That's right. He's the only Aussie men's swimmer with a world record at the moment. All right. That is us done for another week of Sport Today. Thank you so much for tuning in. If you like what we do, tell a mate it's the best way we can grow. Uh, Have a great weekend. We'll be back on Monday. We'll catch you then.